I only got like one more bite. Okay. Well, can I say one more bite? <laughs> it, it was two. I'm sorry. Oh, two. Okay. Well, uh, this episode is sponsored by One More Bite. Hmm. Okay. It always turns into two. Uh, <laughs> uh, here we go. And we go. Ayo. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> we're eating. We're having a good time. All right, we're back with the hedge with double D. I know we were off last week, so thank you for sticking around, sticking with us, and joining us again this week. Um, Colin, good to have you back this week. How you doing? Doing great, man. NFL's in full swing. The NBA just started. NHL just started. It's a uh, it's a good time to be. And you got the World Series about to start Ooh. too. Oh man, what a series too! Uh, Diamondbacks. Rangers. I couldn't. I, yeah, I, I called it. No, I already called it. No, I'm kidding. No, I'll all. listen back. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Tony, Tony, oh, it's good to have you back, man. How you doing, man? I'm so happy to be here. You have no idea. Well, good. We're happy. Like Colin here. said, like sure, it's great that the World Series is going on. The NFL's in full swing. But there's one thing that we're all here for, and it's basketball, baby. Oh, it's, I love it. Oh, I love it. I don't I care love- if it's game one or game seven of the finals. I'm all in, baby. The That's ultimate glue guy, sweet tea, Tony Smith. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was going to the hedge. Not that's a that's a big compliment. Thank you. I, I mean, I appreciate that. Thank you, <laughs> Tony Glue. All right. Um. So yeah, well, you know what, and we'll do. You know what, we'll put out just for y'all. Just for Tony, we might put out a little basketball futures talk, a little something, something coming out uh, tomorrow, this weekend. We'll see. Woo-hoo. Woo! <laughs> All right. Only because I love you. But uh, we're talking football. Thank you. We're talking Foosball. NFL. We're talking, what are we, like week nine? It's crazy. Week eight. <sighs> week nine in college. Week eight. Week, week eight. eight. Yeah, I'm six and one. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Oh wow, are you? You doing good? Oh, not not in our league. In our league, I'm I'm four and three, but I was one and three. So I'm on a three-game win streak, including a win over my guy Colin down there. Ah, yeah. That'll haunt me. That'll haunt me. I think it's all good. I'm in the playoffs. That's all I need. So I'm good. We'll see. I think I'm really bad in that league. I think all all three of us are in the playoffs, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I'm in too many damn leagues. It's hard to keep them all together. Uh, well, there's no money in that league, so it's one. It's my least of my priorities. So, coming from a two-time winner, of course you don't care. Uh, I fa- I founded the damn league like over a decade ago, and I'm like the only one that hasn't won. Bull uh, stuff. He's, like the, he's really the the Kevin from the league, but like only in that. I'm one. the one in the league that knows everybody. Like most of them know each other, but I'm the only one that knows everyone, like all the way. The ultimate glue guy, once again, yes. not only Man. NBA wise, but fantasy football as well. Damn right. All right. Well, Ooh. Tony Glue, Montana. Um, well, uh, I'm glad you're here to keep us together. Um, Colin. We've done really well the last couple of weeks. We didn't do last week, but the couple of weeks before that, we've, I don't know the exact record, but we've done really well. So we're going to keep it going. Um, and now we got Tony with us. We're going to have three picks. So we'll see. You know, this will be good. We'll have someone, a little tiebreaker in case we disagree on something. 
Um, so we're going to do a quick rundown of all the games. Um, if you're listening to this, the long form, uh, we talk about all the games here. So maybe we'll skip a game or two here and there, but I think this week we'll do all of them. Um, and then on the weekend, we'll put out the official like eh, three to five picks for the NFL and five picks for college. So uh, starting with Philadelphia, Washington, uh, Philadelphia, it's it's at Washington this time. They've already played um, and it went to overtime. Philadelphia won by three in overtime when it was at Philadelphia. So at Washington, Philadelphia favored by seven. Minus seven and total 43 and a half. Um, At the beginning of the year, we were all saying Washington's probably not very good. Um, And then they kind of won a couple of games. They were kind of surprising at the beginning. And they seem to have kind of regressed back to their, to the mean of what we thought they would be. They've lost a lot. They lost the Bears. Um, They have not looked great. They lost, they looked really bad last week against the Giants. Um, but they played Philadelphia really close. So that seven points is a little scary. Um, seven and a half would scare me a lot more. So I think I'm going to lean toward Philly in minus seven. They seem to be kind of putting it together. They obviously played really well against Miami last week. So it's hard to take Washington here. So I think I'm leaning towards Philly at minus seven. Colin, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, that was my initial. Uh, I think you could, you know, a lot of value in just teasing it down to minus six and a half and just take that without uh, sweating it. Um, But definitely, uh, I feel like taking the under on this one Um, and then also the points. Um, Yeah. All right. Yeah. Eagles minus Eagles minus seven, then also take the under. I don't think Washington scores a lot of points. Um, I think it's going to be kind of low scoring on their end. Maybe score 10 or something. Okay. Um, Tony, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm going to have to decide with you guys. Uh, Colin, what you said about if it were her buying a point to six and a half. If it were a six and a half point spread, I wouldn't think twice about it. Um, but seven is a little tricky. So, uh, But with that being said, I know – Philly looked good last week when they beat Miami. But honestly, other than that, they've been kind of – I know they were undefeated, but I don't know. They were kind of just average looking, you know. Uh, they find, they found ways to win, which is obviously the most important thing. But they've just been looking kind of pedestrian out there so far. I'm re- ready for that offense and uh, to really get going. Jalen Hurts to stop throwing as many interceptions and everything. Um, but also the – uh, the commanders they're that team because they're the they're the team that uh snapped philly's undefeated season last year you know they're just like the the streak snappers you know they win the games you don't think they're gonna win but they also lose the games you don't think they're gonna lose so they're a plucky team so it's difficult but i think uh i'm just gonna ride with the talent uh that the eagles have uh, they just have so many good players uh the most complete roster in the nfl maybe 49ers have something to say about that. Um, so, yeah, give me the uh, Eagles to cover. And I think I'm going to take the under as well. I hate to just copy everything. But like uh, like Colin said, I don't think the commanders are going to score more than 10 points uh, with the defense they're going against and just how weird their offense has been this year. Uh, so, yeah, give me Philly to cover and the under. Yeah. Yeah. Um... 
is anyone looking at FanDuel right now or anything? Do they have all that? I, yeah. I have it open. Y'all do me a favor while I talk here. Look up how many Washington's over under for just their points is what is <clears throat> for just how many points Washington's going to score. Um, so, Tony, I, I like what you're saying there. And honestly, what y'all are both saying, I think it's fair to go. If you're going Philadelphia, then you also need to go under 43 and a half. <laughs> but I think if Philadelphia is going to cover the minus seven, it's going to be like a, you know, 28 or 35 or something to like 10 or to 14. It's going to be, you know, Washington scoring low, um, Philadelphia scoring a lot. If you like Washington covering the plus seven, it's going to be, I feel like that means Washington's going to score more points basically. So I think you take the over if you like Washington covering. Um, but since we're all taking Philadelphia, I like the under with that. So I think that, I think it makes sense that we're taking the under with it. Um, hmm. yeah. Have you all found the uh, total for Washington? Found it. All right, what you got? Um, on FanDuel, the over-under is set at 17 and a half. Ooh, so we like that. Uh, so the under is minus 124 and the over is plus 102. Okay. So, yeah. But I would smash that under. Yeah. Like, like I don't I don't see them scoring 18 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, sounds like we're all, yeah, loving that under there. Cool. That's, that, yeah, that's something to look at, too. Maybe if you're doing a same game parlay or something. All right, well, moving on. All in agreeance there. So, um, all right, moving on. Jacksonville, Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm always going against Tomlin and always getting burned. Um, I just don't think Pittsburgh's good. And I'm taking Jacksonville. <laughs> Minus two and a half, so I'm going against him again. Um, and When so will he learn? <laughs> yeah, so it's... It's Jacksonville minus two and a half and 40 and a half is the over under. Um, I just, I mean, <sighs> Pittsburgh's getting, you know, they got, uh, they got their receiver back, um, Deontay Johnson. And so that's going to help with offense. I don't know, but I still, I like Jacksonville here. I think, you know, Pittsburgh's a team two and a half is low enough to where I, th- I think Jacksonville is definitely the better team. And, you know, Pittsburgh is going to play really weird and well slash is close with all those AFC North teams. But I think Jacksonville coming in um, just going to be a little bit different. Um, I think I'd like the over also 40 and a half. Um, Jacksonville didn't have a great defense. And I think they'll put up some points. Um, and maybe Pittsburgh, I think, you know, they'll put something together and put up at least like 13 points, 10, 13 points or something. So I think I like the over there. Um, but let me go to Tony this time first. What are you thinking there, Tony? Uh, yeah, this one's tough. Like you said, it's hard, like, especially after the season they're having, it's hard to go against Tomlin. Um, I think he's definitely top five coaches in the NFL and he's doing a damn good job with the roster he's got this year. Uh, so I've got mad respect for him. Um, but the Jags are hot. Uh, they've, they started off pretty slow. They had that three-score loss to the Texans that no one saw coming. Uh, but ever since that, they've been playing really well, one four in a row, including a win over, I think, the Bills. Like, they beat a they beat a good team. Um, so I want Jacksonville. Uh, it makes me question myself because it is in Pittsburgh, and that is a good home field advantage, one of the better ones in the NFL. Um, but I just think Jacksonville is just the better team. Uh, they have the better quarterback. Um, which my fantasy team really needs Trevor Lawrence to start picking it up. So just throwing that out there. Um, but yeah, I think that they've got a lot of weapons on offense and 
Their defense isn't great, but it's serviceable. It's good enough. So, yeah, give me uh, Jacksonville to cover the two and a half and give me over on the points because I think it'll be a it'll be a close game, but I'm going to predict 28-24 Jacksonville. You heard it here first. <laughs> so put that, yeah, put that correct score in. Get yourself whatever amazing odds you're going to get on that. <laughs> uh, Colin, do you? So me and Tony both got Jacksonville and over. What are you thinking? You know, I wish I had a green back background behind me because I'm a meteorologist uh, at night, and the Pittsburgh weather is going to be rainy. Give me Pittsburgh. Ooh. Plus the money and the under. This is a classic Tomlin game of just okay. it's going to be rainy the whole time. And I think they're going to really focus on Etienne stopping the run for the Jags because he really kind of sets the tone and especially that he can catch out of the backfield for Lawrence. So I think you're going to have somebody glued to him the whole game. Um, and then, you know, even potentially throw some double uh, coverage at him as well. So, um, yeah, give me uh, give me the Steelers plus money and then also the under. Um, and if you don't believe in the Steelers, just take the under and just root for the uh, the bad weather. Yeah. Oh, I love a good under. Uh, you know what? If, if you're right, mm. check that. Check that. <laughs> check that. Um, check the weather. That's good. That's always something. It's easy to forget. So if it is rainy, if it's bad weather, I like the under there too because that is a, a good call there, Colin. If it's if it's rainy in Pittsburgh, rainy and cold weather, always a good good under weather. So yeah, the good thing is it's not the good thing for uh, Jacksonville is it's actually not going to be that cold. It's going to be sixty degrees, so you know that that does help them a little bit. But okay, it's raining. Okay, it's raining. <laughs> going rain. It's going rain. <laughs> that, that's Family Guy, right? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, he's like, all right, now to whoever with the weather, it's gonna <laughs> rain. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's funny. All right, all right. <laughs> Moving on, we have a, and we haven't used many of our sounders yet, so we have like we had some good Family Guy ones in there. Um, oh, speaking of which, uh, a little late, but thank you all for joining us on the Hedge with Double D. The Hedge with Double D. <laughs> all right, can't forget that. <laughs> Better late than never. <laughs> you know, people love like going 17 minutes into a podcast to just start listening. <laughs> hey, Tony, I just noticed this. Did you change your name? No. <laughs> when did you... I've changed it twice. <laughs> I just not noticed it. Oh, uh, DB. <laughs> He's got yeah. jokes. He's got jokes. Oh, are you looking at uh, Dawson? What uh, are you looking at? The Saints Colts? You feel uh, Minshew Mania is going to continue? Uh, you know, <laughs> it is. Um, you know, I'm always on Minshew Mania. So you know, I'm on the Colts plus one. Whew, did you see him last week? What he had like four touchdowns. He's running. He's slinging the pill. Collins like I'm not watching the Colts. <laughs> um, that was like the best game of the week. Browns, the Colts Browns is crazy. Colts kept it close with the Browns. I think. I mean. More than the Colts, they're not that great, but eh, they're getting better. They're kind of better than I thought they'd be. They're getting Jonathan Taylor back, and the Saints aren't very good, I don't think. So taking the Colts plus one, stock it to me. Um, Colin, 
you like this game. I can tell. Are you mentioning? I'm right there with you, brother. I'm right there with you. Uh, Colts plus one. Give me a anytime uh, Jonathan Taylor TD. Um, just pair those together. Um, I don't. I don't have a good read on the over under. Um, so I wouldn't uh, nece- necessarily bet it. But um, if you may- had to make me bet, I'd take the over. Uh, I think it could be like a you know 27-24 game. Just forty three and a half, of... by the way. So yeah, forty three and a half. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. forty three and a half. So um, yeah, give me Colts plus one, Jonathan Taylor score TD, and uh, I'll take the uh, over as well. Right. well. Interesting. Okay, so two Colts, Tony. You ride Minshew Mania. Ooh. Oh man, it's tough. One of the one of my favorite Super Bowls ever featured these two teams. And uh, my two favorite quarterbacks of all time with Drew Brees and Peyton Manning. Um, So this is, this is hard. These are the two teams I rooted for growing up. Um, So I'm, but I'm going to say, uh, give me the Colts. If this game were in the Superdome and it were plus one, I would definitely be going with the Saints. Uh, Speaking of home field advantages, I don't know. I mean, I've been to Seattle. That's pretty crazy, but I imagine the Superdome is right up there. So, um, but, yeah, give me the Colts. Uh, Minshew Mania, they've had some close games here the last two weeks. Didn't come away with a win. Uh, I think that snaps this week. Uh, get a win over the Saints, whose offense has been struggling. Um, mm-hmm. When we were doing season previews, I had them winning 10-plus games and uh, taking a cakewalk to the playoffs. But, uh, man, they're making me eat my words, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still do have a very solid defense. Uh, that's why I think I'm going to take the under on this game instead of the over. Um, Saints, Saints, bad offense, Saints, good defense. You know, that kind of screams under to me. Uh, so give me Colts to win. Or I guess, wait, they're, they're one point dogs or one point favorites. Sorry. They're one point dogs. Okay. Well, yeah, give me Colts money line. Uh, and also, Another bet that's been hidden for me, whatever Alvin Kamara's reception total is, take the over. That is easy money. That man, even if it's just a one or two yard gain, he's going to get like two receptions every drive at least. So whatever that number is, take the over. He was like my best draft pick this year in like the, I don't know, sixth, seventh round or whatever. And is now like going to Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll let him ride on my bench for three weeks if he's going to do this when he comes back. Come on now. All right. Um, I feel like there's something I was gonna say. I forgot now, but um, them's the breaks, huh? That's the breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Au revoir. <laughs> All right, that's the expertise you will get on the hedge with double D. <laughs> um, so I um, yeah, we're all in the Colts plus one. I'll let you know if I think about it. Um, I don't know the forty-three and a half, like you said, Colin. I don't. That doesn't – I don't know. I'm going to stay away from that. Um, oh. Now if that I'm, number was like 41 and a half, that'd, you'd feel a heck of a lot better. Yeah. It's funny. I see 43 and a half a couple times on here, so that's a common one. Um, I remember now. It was I was going to brag. I was going to say me and, me and EJ's Falcons pick now looks very good to win the division. So there it is. Well, hey, don't forget – I said the Bucks could Did. take the over, which I know they they started off three and zero, now they're three and three. So it's not it's a it's total, but 
Who knows? It was a sneaky good pick, maybe. Yeah, it looks like not good. Uh, Old Baker. Well, all right, moving on. All right, Houston, Carolina. Ooh, battle of the rookie quarterbacks. This is kind of fun. <laughs> um, Bryce Young versus um, CJ Stroud. Thank you, CJ Stroud. Um, Stroud has looked much better so far. Um, and you can't really say the Texans are a better team around him. I don't know. Maybe his some of those young receivers are looking pretty good. Um, some cool names too: Tank Dell and Nico Collins. So that's always fun. Um, so I don't know. Maybe Houston is a better team, but ah, Houston's minus three and a half. Um, I feel like I've, I've started all of them. So Tony, I'll let you start this one. Um, but Houston's minus three and a half. Carolina's or sorry, uh, totals forty three and a half again. Okay. Um, I like Houston a lot. I don't think they're going to necessarily be a playoff team um, or win the Super Bowl or anything, but I think they'll be fighting for a playoff spot at the end of the season, especially with their schedule and everything. Um, D'Amico Ryans has got a good thing going. Uh, rookie head coach, he's proven himself in the NFL right now. Um, I know they're not world beaters or anything, but, man, if he can take that roster and do what he's doing – it's like a lot of respect for him. Uh, the defense has been playing great. C.J. Stroud seems to be a good quarterback out of Ohio State for the first time. Um, so that's fun seeing him play. Um, and Bryce Young, I like him. I want him to do well. And I, I was just talking about how Drew Brees is one of my favorite quarterbacks, and he's tight or he's a short guy. But man, Bryce Young, he's so little. <laughs> it's like how it's hard to imagine him looking over the tall offensive lineman and just seeing the whole field. You know, he's at such a disadvantage. Um, so I want him to do well. I hope he proves me wrong, but I just think with his size, he's I think the Panthers should have gone with the other option at number one. Um but going to the game, let's get uh, – I think Texans is an easy cover there. Uh, I'll definitely take that. I'm surprised that number's not a little bit higher. And give me the over on the points. Um, I know I was just kind of dogging Bryce Young, but he does have a hell of a safety net in Adam Thielen. Uh, I didn't think he was going to do anything this year, but he's actually surprising a lot of people and having a really good year. Um, when I was in Seattle, I saw them play the Panthers, and Adam Thielen lit them up. Um, so give me the over on the points. I think it'll be a, not necessarily a shootout, but there'll, there'll be some points. Okay. <clears throat> All right, Colin, what are you thinking? Uh, give me the Texans, uh, minus three and a half and I'll take the under 43 and a half. Okay. All right. Tiebreaker here. I'm going to agree with both of y'all and disagree. Cause I'm going, no, I'm just agreeing with Tony. all right so um i'm taking the over (laughs) and houston minus three and a half um if i were maybe parlaying this i might buy it down to just minus two and a half just to be safe with houston um but like you said tony i like that minus three and a half i think they win by like a touchdown um i mean houston's looking pretty good they're like what i think it was five i think it was six and a half but it's looking like they'll definitely hit that over because um yeah, but the Colts are looking better than we thought, and like the Titans are looking worse. Um, so that's mm-hmm. interesting how that division's going. Um, still think the Jags win the division pretty easily, but like you said, a very promising future for Texans fans for sure. So we're all on that. Um, all right, Rams, Dallas. Um, 
Dallas is minus six and a half. Dallas is coming off the bye. Uh, Rams are coming off a disappointing loss to the Steelers. Disappointing because I had the Rams. So uh, <laughs> over under at 45 and a half. Um, ah, man, the Rams are weird. Um, they kind of seem like a team that's going to beat the bad teams and lose to the good teams and then have close games with the mid-tier teams. They just seem like a very kind of mid-tier. And Dallas is kind of better than mid-tier, but not elite. Um, so I like Dallas here, especially coming off the bye, um, getting rest, getting people healthy. I <clears throat> I like Dallas at minus six and a half. Um, and I think I like the over there also. I think I like a lot of points to be scored here. The Rams... Uh, they can still score. Stafford's still throwing the ball. He's got a good receiver. They're going to score some points. Um, and Dallas is definitely going to score also. So I think I like the over. And I like, yeah, like I said, Dallas minus six and a half at home coming off the bye. So, um, Colin, what do you think about that? I think this is one of those that, you know, you could see it go either way. I think a lot of the public money is going to be on Dallas. Um, and so this is a fade the public bet. I'll take the Rams plus six and a half. Uh, you know, Dallas has got a big, uh, you know, their rival the week after playing the Eagles. So could be a little bit uh, prepping for the Eagles more so than uh, running the tape on, uh, you know, Hua Nakua. Um, so yeah, give me the Rams plus six and a half, and I'll also take the uh, uh, that four that forty five and a half. I thought that was forty three and a half. Um, yeah, let's go with it. I'll go over. I don't feel good about it. I wouldn't bet it, but I'm gonna go over. All right, all right, Tony, you riding the over with us? Uh, and then spread wise, what are you thinking? Um. I think the Cowboys, after their super, super hot start, uh, I don't believe in the Cowboys a whole lot. You know, they lost some of key player or two on defense. And just Dak, like, I want him to do well so bad, but I don't know if he's the future for the quarter uh, for the Cowboys. Um, but with that being said, I think I'm going to take the Rams. I might even take the Rams money line in this situation. Uh, that six and a half is real big. I think it's going to be a close game, and I think I think Matthew Stafford might be the better quarterback in this matchup. Uh, you got are Cooper you saying, Cup, and are you saying plus two fifteen money line Rams? Sweet. Dude. I mean, I'm not not saying this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they they got a they've proven they can still Matthew Stafford can still move the ball, like you said. Like they got a good offense. I know they're missing their running back, but they got a running back by committee. Like, it doesn't matter who's running the ball, honestly. Um, and, yeah, just Dallas has been disappointing. Uh, so, I'm also going to go with the under on the points. I'm going to go against you guys. Um, so, yeah, give me Rams. You know what? Rams money line. They're going to win the game. Give me the under on the points. All right. And Puka Naku is going to score eight touchdowns. And he's dog of the week. Just kidding. That would be the over. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, so Tony's dog of the week, then the Rams. I like that, man. I mean, I think if I'm taking the Rams plus six and a half, I'm probably taking the under two. Um, so not bad, y'all. Are, maybe you can sway me. We'll see how I how I feel Sunday. All right, next we got the Jets and the Giants, the Battle of New York. 
or as we were saying earlier, the Battle of New Jersey, New York, New Jersey. Um, <clears throat> my initial thoughts here are the Giants are bad and the Jets are okay, better than we thought since Rodgers went down. But Colin, I'm gonna let you start us off with this one: Jets, Giants. The Jets are minus three, uh, with a thirty-six and a half uh, total. So, what are you thinking? I think um, give me. I think the Giants have uh, kind of figured a little something out, um, and with uh, Wink Martindale's their uh, defensive coordinator, um, you know they're going to blitz, right. you know, eighty percent of the time. Um, so yeah, give me the Giants plus three. Um, that under is so low that makes me real nervous. I would stay away from it um, at thirty six and a half, but. Um, if you absolutely have to, um, give me the under on that mm. one. I think it's going to be real low, real greasy game. Um, and yeah, Giants, let's do it. All right. So taking Giants plus three and under Tony, what are you thinking? Um, so the Giants are bad. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think Zach Wilson, I can't believe I'm about to say this. He's Uh-oh. he's kind of like coming into his own a little bit. Like he's been playing a little bit better. Yeah. He's been surprising me, that's for for yeah. sure. Um so I like the Jets in this one to cover. Uh especially if they can get Garrett Wilson involved. I know um he's had uh I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. Yeah, get Garrett Wilson involved early and often. Get Zach Wilson's confidence up early, and I think the Jets can run away with this. Uh, so give me the Jets to cover, and also give me the over on the points. If it were a few points higher, I probably wouldn't. But like you said, it's a really low number. So I'm going to take the over. Huh. All right. This time, I'm going to agree with both of y'all and disagree because <clears throat> I'm riding with the Jets here, minus three, <clears throat> but I'm also taking that under. Ooh. Oh yeah, that Ooh. dirty grimy under. I think these are both <laughs> not very good offensive teams. Um, the Jets and Zach Wilson's basically been playing well against bad teams. So I see not always, obviously. Uh they beat some they beat the Eagles, so that was really big. But um a little bit. I still don't think a lot of points are going to get scored here. So I'm gonna take the under, and I do like the Jets at minus three. They're the better team. Um, I could see the Giants scoring like seven points, um, maybe no touchdowns, even maybe like six points. Um, and it looks like Daniel Jones is not going to play. I feel like I should have said that up front. But on the back end, Daniel Jones is probably not going to play. But I don't know if it makes a big deal with Terod Taylor or Daniel Jones. I don't Excuse know. Excuse me. Hey, the Giants are undefeated with Tyrod Taylor starting. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, but yes. Um, I think. The, excuse me, got a little frog in my throat. Rico go dying on us. We got to finish these picks. I know. That will do it for y'all. Don't worry. After the picks is fine. Just not until the picks are done. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> I got to get college picks out too, and then. Oh god. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Well, we will move on. Uh, Falcons, Titans. I feel like Colin is chomping at the bit to talk talk about this. Um. So, Colin, I'll let you start again. Atlanta coming to Tennessee. My dad's going to the game. Is he going to be happy? 
or is Atlanta going to win minus two and a half and the over under 35 and a half? You know, I, uh, I do this, I do the podcast with y'all in the garage. And so there is paint behind me. So I don't know if uh, the paint fumes are getting to me with my conspiracy hat on, but Rabel just became a Patriots hall of famer. Um, Tennessee is not going well this year. I think the Falcons are going to win at minus two and a half. Uh, I would take the over on the 35 and a half. But what I think this is leading to is Rabel is going to be getting fired at Tennessee by the end of the year. And I think that Belichick will be stepping away and taking Brandon Staley's gig at the Chargers and Vrabel will get the godfather nod from (laughs) the the messy sweatered one and he will be taking the uh the job for Patriots head coach. So get off my podcast. (laughs) 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 Uh, I figured that would gas you up. Um, (laughs) But yeah, give me uh give me Atlanta minus two and a half and then the uh the over on that one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Woo there's a lot of picks there. That was a ride. (laughs) Oh my god. I'm gonna well I bet you like 90% of Titans fans are like, they will not fire Vrabel. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he could step away to take the Patriots job if that happens. I don't see that. Exactly. This but, um, <laughs> oh, man. So, but you're saying my dad's going to be mad and not happy because Titans are going to lose. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's what we're getting to. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Tony, uh, is my dad going to be happy? I think your dad is going to be ecstatic. Hey, right. for, mul- for multiple reasons. I think uh, give me the Titans, and again, I I would do Titans money line because I don't think they're going to lose by one or two. So give me the Titans money line because my flyer take her uh, take it with a grain of salt. But Will Levis is. Starting quarterback this week. What is he? Yeah, Tannehill. I think is. I'm that pretty sure I saw that earlier. They're preparing Levis for his first NFL start, and I think he's going to go in there and play pretty well. I think uh, maybe he can utilize DeAndre Hopkins a little bit better than Tannehill could, and hopefully just fling that ball around a little bit more than Tannehill would. He's probably not as a uh, mobile, but hey, if you can get the ball in the air, that's a that's a good start. So, uh, again, very random. If you're actually putting money down, probably stay away from what I'm saying right now. But I want Will Levis to go in there and have a good game, start his career off 1-0, and I just don't like the Falcons. So give me the Titans. Give me the over on the points. It's going to be a good game. Oh, man. Uh, Will Levis. Will Levis is looking like he's going to start this week. So. Ooh, I bet. I mean, I, oh, I love it. All right. So, oh man, I mean, either way, I was going to go with the Titans plus two and a half. I love Vrabel as a dog. Um, home doggy, Vrabel, woo, two and a half. I'll take it. Um, the Falcons aren't as good as their record. So, the Titans, I mean, aren't good either. Um, I might even take the under here. I mean, I love a low under, it's crazy, but I'll probably stay away from it in general. But I like the Titans plus two and a half. I like a money line. 
I like, I think Vrabel's going to draw some fun stuff with Levis. He's going to run. He's going to pass. He's going to punt. No, I'm just kidding. He's going to do it all for the run, pass, and kick thing at halftime or whatever, the punt, pass, and kick. He's going to do that thing at halftime also. You know, he catches the whatever, do all that. Um, and Boy, then, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Titans. I think you have got the paint fumes. <laughs> yeah. Are you in a garage too? It's litter. It's crazy. It smells terrible. It's cat Ugh. litter and urine. No. Meanwhile, I have these beautiful, nice smelling trees behind me. <laughs> well, then listen to Tony because we're crazy. Rabel's not going to get fired. We'll, we'll we'll bring on a Titans fan and tell Colin he's crazy. Um, <laughs> He's gonna oh, save he's not gonna his get job fired. this he's week. He's gonna walk away. He's gonna win this week. He's gonna save his job. Arthur Smith is gonna be like, I missed the Titans. Take me back. And then, uh, no, but what they should be doing, they're gonna maybe they'll play um, the Green Lizard Heineke, and actually like try to you know make the playoffs. The Falcons. I don't know. It's fine. They're all bad. So, all right, moving on. They got a little off the wheels, but Levis is gonna do it all. I need to explain Future it. MVP, Will Lewis. I need yeah, to get yeah. back into the halftime punt, pass, and kick thing. Did that land? <laughs> All right. If you're a Titans fan, you got it, I'm sure. All right. So, <clears throat> main takeaway, my dad's going to the game. According to me and Tony, he'll have a good time. All right. He's going to have a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> So he's gonna like try to get a parking spot. It's just not gonna work out. He's gonna have to like loop around twice. He's gonna be <laughs> furious before he even walks in. There's gonna be that asshole drunk redneck like two rows ahead of him, always yelling and getting in a fight with somebody. <laughs> Go Titans, baby! <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. New England, Miami. Um, this is tied with the largest spread of the weekend or of Sunday at least. Uh, I think the whole weekend. Um, Miami minus nine and a half. Um oh, and the total 46 and a half. So um I like Miami. They're a really good team. They're gonna bounce back, they're at home. Um, if it was in New England, maybe different, but it's going to be in Miami. I think Miami scores a lot of points. I think they beat up on New England. I like minus nine and a half. I like the over. Um, Colin, what you thinking? Yeah, this one is uh, it's kind of scary to give uh, Belichick nine and a half points, um, but um, I'll also ah, golly, I wish that was just a little bit lower. Um, I'll also take Miami minus nine and a half. I don't feel good about it. Um, and then give me, because of that, give me the over uh, 46 and a half. All right. Excuse me. All right, Tony, what you thinking? Oh, man. See, okay, I agree with you. If this game were in Foxborough, I, I would be really, really, really tempted to take the uh, Patriots to cover especially coming off of a big win last week over the Bills. Um, uh, I think I'm still going to take Miami to cover. I think they just have too high-powered of an offense. Um, it's just hard to keep up with if you don't have an offense that can match them. And unfortunately, Mac Jones and the Patriots do not. Yeah. So uh, give me the Dolphins to cover. And I think uh, 
Man, these people in Vegas know what they're doing. I swear. <laughs> um, give me the over hesitantly on the points. Very hesitant. All right. Maybe if you're doing a little parlay, maybe buy it down a little bit. I like the over though. But um, also Miami kind of has New England's number, even when they had Brady. Miami could sneak a couple wins in there, especially when it's in Miami. So I like them yeah. to cover. All right. And you got to think it feel really good about potentially getting the uh, you know, the East Division title. Um, mm-hmm. just with the way the Bills have been playing, so you got to think they're out for blood. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, Miami, man, we were talking about it. Dylan actually made the pick, but we me and him were talking before the season. Miami's a really good sneaky Super Bowl pick and just division winner pick like plus 300. Um and once Rodgers went down, you know, boom. But so all right. All right, Colin. Green Bay, Minnesota. The frozen tundra. Probably not because it's a one o'clock game, but uh it's in Green Bay. Man, we had a great start to the season. It's all falling apart. Um at this point, I can't take Green Bay to win. Um, I've been betting against them the last couple of weeks, you know, and it's just uh in their first half, they've just been terrible. So <laughs> I don't I mean okay, sorry. Minus Minnesota's minus one and a half and the over under is forty one and a half. Um I think I'm gonna stay away from the over under, but I gotta take Minnesota. I mean, Packers haven't shown me that they're not only gonna score points, but that they're even healthy. So I don't know who's gonna even play. I feel like Aaron Jones is gonna be hurt all season. Um obviously Bakhtiari shut down, our lines kind of mix and match and shambles here and there. And our defense is is our defense is is pretty good for how bad our offense has been, honestly. Um, but Jair Alexander seems to be questionable every week, so that's always scary. But I got to go with Minnesota, unfortunately. I mean, even without Jefferson, they're playing fine. So, what are you thinking, Colin? We don't sound obviously. I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is you kind of. Give me Minnesota uh, minus one and a half. Um, you know, I'll take the over um, just simply because I think Minnesota will score, uh, you know, at least, you know, 24 uh, points, um, if not 27. So, um, yeah, I think Green Bay's got to, you got to start thinking about like, hey, is, is this, is Jordan Love like this because it's Jordan Love or is it because of, all of the uh, offensive injuries that are uh, mounting up. And I think his decision-making is not great, um, at least, you know, in the last, you know, month or so. So, uh, yeah, give me uh, give me Minnesota. And I'm, uh, at this point, I'm starting to think uh, we need a top five pick more than anything else. Yeah. So, you can yeah. get them down. Yep. We may, we may be in the Drake, the Drake May sweepstakes. Three. Hmm. Oh, um, Tony, are you? Uh, can you sway us? Should we? Are we wrong? Should we be riding with the pack? Man, I hate to say it because y'all are both dear friends of mine and also huge Packers fans, but it's not looking good for you guys right now. I'm sorry. Um, and also Minnesota, they're kind of getting their footing a little bit. You know, they've had they just beat the Niners on Monday night. And Kirko Chains is Kirk bad. Cousins and I know Kirk yeah. Cousins, time time. What, what happened? What are you doing? 
That that's not Kirk Cousins. That's Kirk O'Chains. Like that's why he did so well. Yeah. He, he's back. So um, I think the Vikings they could if they can keep this momentum going. I know they have a tough schedule and everything, but I think they could sneak into the playoffs after the zero and three horrible start they had. Um, especially with and I think with this, I mean, if they were zero and six or something or one and five, why would Justin Jefferson come back and risk getting rehurt? But now. He's going to be playing again pretty soon. So um, give me the Vikings to cover. I, if I'm in a parlay, I may even buy some more points because um, I'm sorry again. But I think they could win by over a touchdown. Um, and I'm going to take the over on the points. The Packers do have a pretty good defense. Uh, the Vikings don't have a great defense. So I think hopefully uh, Jordan Love can get some confidence this week, even if they don't come away with the win. Uh, just get the ball in the end zone, you know, just score a couple of touchdowns, get that confidence building. So I'm hoping it's a, a good week for them. Um, but I still like the Vikings to cover and the over on the points. All right. Yeah. I like what you said, maybe even selling some points with the Vikings, pushing it up to like minus five and a half, something or plus five and a half, no minus five and a half, sorry. Um, or even more. Um, yeah, um, I don't know, man. It's but it, it is looking like, you know, we'll see with Jordan Love. Like you, like you said, Colin, his decision making is pretty poor. It seems like, I don't know, and just doesn't seem to be hitting the big throw down field. Um, and like you said, there's been injuries, so he hasn't like the beginning of the season looked better because we had our offensive line a little bit more intact. Aaron Jones was healthy. Um. But we still didn't have Christian Watson, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, I like the Vikings here for sure. Um, any chance? <clears throat> any chance y'all see the Lions crumbling and the Vikings winning the division? No. No. I had the I had the Vikings under uh, for the season totals. I still feel good about that. I just think that that last year I think there were eight games that uh you know they st- statistically speaking should have lost but they uh barely won um i think you know they're really like 50 50 on that so nope lions yeah i'm gonna agree with colin i just uh, it's like it, you made me think though you definitely made me think but uh i think the lions they're well coached i love uh caldwell and um i think they're gonna pull it together I know they've had a rough week or so, but I think they'll be all right. Yeah. That division is not great, so it'd take a lot for them to lose it. Yeah, no, I think with Dan Campbell, they're going to bounce back and win. Um, and we'll I'm win. an idiot. I'm sorry. I said the wrong name. <laughs> okay, we knew what you meant. Uh, yeah. I didn't even register, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, moving to the afternoon games. Cleveland, Seattle. Um, Tony's an official 12th man of Seattle. I'll let him start it. Um, Seattle Seahawks, um, minus did they have any cool chance? Um, I mean, it's not very creative, but it's really cool when the whole crowd does it. Like, one section will go C, and the rest of the same will go Hawks, and they do that a lot. It's it's cool, but man, it doesn't matter if they have chance or what. That place is loud. Oh my god! I was like, 
I was like six inches away from my friend and I'm like literally screaming in his ear and he can't hear me. Man, it's <laughs> nuts. All right. Well, this game is at Seattle again. So, Tony, do you see the home field advantage pulling through? Seattle is minus three and a half. Cleveland's had some big wins. Um, I guess Deshaun Watson looks like he's out. Um, he hadn't been playing great anyways. Um, but Seattle minus three and a half over under 38 and a half. Uh, man, as a diehard Seattle fan for the last few weeks, um, <laughs> I really want to take Seattle to cover here, but it's, you said three and a half, right? Yeah. yeah. Man, I wish they were two and a half. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to take Seattle, my, my Seahawks, there's some dogs on that team. So give me a, give me the Seahawks to cover. Um, I will say that the Browns' defense has been awesome, and the Seahawks' defense, especially the pass rush, has been pretty damn good, too. So I think I'm going to go with the under on the points. Um, we all know Seattle can be rainy at any time, so, you know, depending on the weather especially. Um, I like Kenneth Walker and the running game with Seattle, and then obviously the great receivers they have, too. So, yeah, give me Seattle to cover and give me under on the points just in case the weather gets a little crazy and because the Browns' offense is not good. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me, Colin. The weather's going to be the weather's going to be sunny for what it's worth, but not that that not that that necessarily. Wow. Changes on that. Um, I think that. Uh, uh, this would be a uh, stay away on this one, um, but I do think that because uh, I could see the Browns kind of just uh, tricking Sneaky Pete a little bit. Um, but give me the Seahawks minus three and a half, um, and then I'll actually take the over on this one. Um, surprisingly, I think it's really close, but I think it's like a you know seventeen to. Uh, 27 kind of game okay they're 17 24 really all right yeah um yeah man they they, they put up so much points last week but mm-hmm. uh, it's crazy the nfl's crazy i don't know um <clears throat> man i mean cleveland's been a good team and seattle's been you know they kind of beat who they're supposed to beat like you said, Tony, I like I would um I kind of want to buy this down to two and a half. I like a good buy down, so maybe I will. But I, oh man, this is tough, man. Cleveland's been good. I think I'll take Seattle though. I think kind of Cleveland falls back with maybe PJ Walker, whoever's going to be their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and um. With that Cleveland defense, you want to take the under. I'm going to stay away from the over-under in general, but I'll take Seattle minus three and a half. But this is a tough one. Um, this will be a good one for sure. Um, <clears throat> This, well, um, I was going to say this will be the game of the week, Cincinnati-San Francisco. I still think it will, uh, but Purdy is in concussion protocol. So I don't know if Brock Purdy's going to play. It'd be actually be kind of interesting to see if I guess that would mean Sam Darnold's going to play. I guess um, it'd be interesting to see what he does with the offense. You know, it kind of is it a plug and you know is it just does the quarterback matter type of thing? 
or you know or is purdy actually really good or is it just a um system is he going to be a system you know whoever they put in there um without debo samuel that seems to take a hit um mccaffrey seems to be good though so uh san francisco's minus four and a half and the over under 43 and a half oh man i'm tempted to take the Bengals here and i think i will um plus four and a half i like getting all those points i think the Bengals are kind of coming back on they're getting better um and san francisco is kind of you know um three losses in a row would be very surprising but i see this being a very close game either way um and i don't know purdy hasn't looked great especially without debo um so we'll, i um i think i would lean toward the under in general here but i think i'm going to take the Bengals at plus four and a half here uh colin what are you thinking I think that the uh, defensive coordinators and all the assistants for the 49ers are going to be working extra hard this week, jumping down the uh, their throats because they, their defense has just been real bad, um, you know, at the Vikings game. There were just so many um, middle-of-the-field um, catches for, you know, positive yards, first downs and things like that um, that the Vikings did to them. So, um, I think it's a correction game. So give me 49ers minus four and a half. And then also I'll take the under on the assumption that 49ers defense wakes up and uh, swarms uh, the Bengals. So, yeah. yeah. All right, Tony, what are you thinking here? Um, ooh, so you, Dawson picked the Bengals and Colin picked the Niners. Oh, tiebreaker. Dawson, I'm going to ride with you this week, my guy. I think Joey Burrow is going to uh -oh. go in there, and I think he's going to have a good game. I know he's been kind of questionable all year, and he's been nursing an injury. Honestly, the whole team's had some injuries like T. Higgins and stuff. Uh, it seems like everyone's kind of getting there. Uh, and on the opposite side of that, 49ers are the opposite, uh, like I just said. Uh, they do have too many injuries. Um Sam Darnold has shown flashes of being a good NFL quarterback, but not enough to show me that he's going to beat uh, a team that was just in the Super Bowl year after last. Uh, so I think the San Francisco fans are going to go home sad. Uh, I think I'm going to take Bengals money line, not just cover, but I think they're going to go in there and win. All right. Uh, that team, that team's too good to be performing like they have all year. They're going to kick it into gear. And uh, I think this week could be the start of that. So give me the Bengals and give me the over on the points too. I okay. think uh, I think Burrow's going to throw that ball around. Okay. All right, I like it. Joe Cool's back. I think he is pretty much healthy, so that's kind of why I'm riding with them. And like you said, Tony, the other side is injured. So yeah. All right, we got two Bengals, one Niners there, um, and two unders and one over. So we'll see. All right, next, Baltimore, Arizona. This is the game. Um, we're all eliminated from the Eliminator, but I also have one going for Kelsey, which she picked the first week, and I've done it since then. So she's still alive, though. So Kelsey's alive, 7-0, and this week she's got the Ravens against the Cardinals. So we'll see if she can okay. So um, <laughs> uh, Ravens, minus nine, nine and a half. And 44 and a half is the over under. Um, Ravens are hot. 
Um, I hate picking. Man, the NFL. There's always like the biggest favorite always seems to lose in the NFL one week or every week almost. So I hate picking both minus nine and a halfs. Um, I like the Dolphins more minus nine and a half because they're at home, but Baltimore is the on the road. I don't know, man. Arizona is so weird. They've had some close games. But Baltimore's so hot, man. They're playing well all of a sudden. Their offense, if they had caught those balls against the Steelers, they should have crushed them. Um, This is tough, though. And they just destroyed the Titans. They destroyed the Lions. I mean, oof. I really want to pick the Cardinals because it's nine and a half. I feel like I should, but I just can't. So I'm taking nine and a half with the Ravens. Colin, am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I was staring really hard at taking the Cardinals, but I would just feel dumb if I uh, <laughs> took the Cardinals, um, which means that they're probably going to just win outright and shock everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, give me uh, Baltimore minus nine and a half, and then also give me the under. I think this is like a 28 to 10 kind of game. Uh, they beat them up, you know, and just really – there's Arnold, the Arizona just doesn't really have much. You got expecting Dobbs to pull off miracles. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Tony, uh, are you going to, are we all going to take the favorites here? Man, going back to what you said originally about there's always that one overwhelming favorite that just poops the bed. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really nervous that this could be it. This, like, <laughs> it's like, it's written on the wall, but going across country, man, coast yeah. to coast, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, like you said, or, uh, the Ravens have just been so hot, and that defense is not talked about enough. Um, they've got a really good defensive unit. Obviously, it's hardball; they're going to have defense. But um, and Lamar, you know, he's playing happy for the first time in a while. They paid the man, and it's paying off. Mm-hmm. So, I swear, if they could get a number one receiver in there. That offense and J.K. Dobbins could stay healthy. Poor guy, man. That that offense would just be so good. Uh, so give me the points, and I think most, almost every single one of those points is going to be from the Ravens. Um, and give me the Ravens to cover. They're just the Cardinals are just overmatched here. <laughs> All right, yeah. so Tony likes the Ravens forty-five to zero. Yep. <laughs> I mean, did you see what they did to the Lions? They almost no, did that to them dude. last week. It was, yeah. Whew. Uh, well, I think the main takeaway from that is pay your labor, Lamar yeah. Jackson, and it pays off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Fair. Uh, <laughs> pro labor. <laughs> all right. Um. Uh, oh, man. All right. So take the Cardinals because we're all on the <laughs> on the Ravens and we don't feel good about. It. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. All right. Uh, Kansas City, Denver. Ooh. Um, Tony, I know you're a Swifty. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not going to talk about that here. All right, Kansas City yeah. minus seven and a half. Ooh, that hook seven and a half is always scary. Denver's bad. Kansas City's good. What I'm really liking more is the under. <clears throat> um, just like with the Jets and the Giants, I'm going to hammer the under here, even though it's a much higher number at 47 and a half. Kansas City, something like eight of the last 13 hitting unders in their game, which is weird for Kansas City, you think. But their defense is a little bit better this year. 
and their offense is a little bit worse. So that is a good formula for unders. So I'm taking the under as my main bet here. Um, if I had to pick the spread, I guess, uh, I guess Kansas City. Denver's bad, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's a seven-point game or a six-point game. Uh, Tony, I'm going to go to you here first. What are you thinking? Boy, this one uh, scares me a little bit. Let's see. Uh, it is in Denver. Ooh, it's going to be cold there, too. Dang, it says 27 degrees. What? Um, I know Casey's <laughs> not afraid of a little cold, though, so it's fine. Um, this, uh, yeah, obviously I want the Chiefs to cover because the Broncos are terrible. Um, but the over-under, I know you said hammer the under, but Damn. I don't know if you saw, but the uh, the Broncos gave up 70 points earlier this season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know it was the Dolphins, the best offense, but Patrick Mahomes, like I never, I always hate counting him out. And I'm not counting him out because I'm expecting them to win blowout fashion, but give me the over. Um, I could see something like 35 to 14, like something like that. Um, we'll see. But yeah, give me the over on the points and give me KC to cover. Okay. Colin uh what are your thoughts here i think uh i think there's gonna be a snow bunny uh watching number uh 87 and that <laughs> is gonna be kansas city minus seven and a half and also give me the under on that one yeah okay well <clears throat> all right so tony i don't know man if you look at kansas city's games they're uh, 20 points, 17, 41 against the Bears, but then 23, 27, 19, and then 31 against the Chargers. So they're not scoring as much, I feel like, as people would normally think. But I wouldn't well, be the surprised. issue is Andy Reid does not really care about, like, covering a spread. He's pretty statistically, like, bad against the spread. So We're talking about that uh, jam spread on the toast, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and butter. Um. Yeah. So I mean, you could you could go a little plus seven and a half. I just you don't trust it. You can't really trust Denver. So yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, we'll move on. Um, last game, Sunday night game, Chicago uh, Chargers. I guess we can also do Monday night since we've been kind of staying away from the Monday night recaps. But um, <clears throat> this is another very big line. Chargers minus eight and a half. Colin, is this part of your? Theory here are the Bears gonna upset the Chargers. Um Staley gets fired right after the game. In flies Belichick. <laughs> Wheels are in motion. Or or, or... I, I, go ahead. <laughs> I think it could be like the lights go dark and under Undertaker style, Belichick is behind, oh. behind them. <laughs> <laughs> um no, I think this is actually uh, a more of a Ewing theory where uh, the supposed star, Justin Fields, is out and the backup does better than him. Give me the Bears plus eight and a half. Um, don't feel good about the over-under, so I'm going to 86 that one. Um, but, uh, yeah, Bears plus eight and a half. Okay. I like that too. I like the Bears plus eight and a half. Like you said, their backup's playing well. More importantly, the Chargers don't play in more than one score games. All of their games are one score games. So if you're giving me plus eight and a half, I'll take it. 
Um, Bears plus yep. eight and a half. Uh, I'm probably take the under, but staying away from it. Tony, what are you thinking? Yeah. Uh, everything in my heart says take the Chargers to cover that they're going to finally start doing what they're supposed to do, but my head tells me no. So, like Colin said, everything's a one-score game with them. I'll take the with that big of a spread. Give me the Bears to cover, but give me the over on the points. Um, I'm with you, Tony. I'll take the over as well. Yeah, um, Herbert. Hopefully, again, my other fantasy team. I need him to show up. So, uh, yeah, give me the over on the points and the Charger Bears to cover. Yes. Sweet. All right, guys. Um, we're running out of time. We might try to do a little Monday recap and give you Monday games. But for now, thank you for joining us, Colin and Tony. Uh, so good to see y'all again. Great doing this. Um, let's do it again next week. Thank y'all for watching. Hedge those bets, all that stuff. Bet responsibly. See you next week. Peace. If you have a gambling problem, call that number. (laughs) All right. See ya.